Tales from the Turf, The Kentucky Horse, 1825 to 1950. This exhibition aims to tell the story of Kentucky's long, complex, and cherished relationship with the horse. It's a story of the earliest turf tracks in downtown Lexington, before Kentucky had even achieved statehood, and an account of the science behind the betterment of the breed in the decades before the devastation of the American Civil War. It's a celebration of African-American horsemen and the women artists and horse breeders whose stories are only now beginning to be rediscovered and told. From early 20th century progressive-era reform efforts to a heyday of racing in the 1930s and 1940s that saved thousands of horses' lives and livelihoods upon the rise of the automobile. It's a tale of the Kentucky horse told through art and reflective of the history of Kentucky and its culture. The story cannot begin without addressing the earliest influences and inspirations found in the venerable English tradition of sporting art. And it's as simple as tracking a geographic path back into neighboring Virginia. The horses that early settlers brought with them across the Appalachian Mountains were descendants of thoroughbred stallions sent from England to early breeding farms in the colonies of Maryland and Virginia. After the Revolutionary War and the official break from England, a more dedicated interest in racing took hold in early America. It is estimated that about 150 thoroughbred horses bred for speed, were imported to the new United States between 1780 and 1800. By that date, there was already extensive turf activity in Kentucky, and organized racing events were being established in Lexington. The earliest printed records of racing and the breeding of thoroughbred horses in the bluegrass region are found in the Kentucky Gazette, which was first printed in Lexington on August 11, 1787, nearly five years before Kentucky received statehood. From these early newspaper accounts, we know that there were a number of thoroughbred horses, either imported from England or brought from eastern Virginia, in the vicinity of Lexington, ready to race on what was known as the Commons, near the burgeoning city's main street. In August 1789, the Kentucky Gazette posted the following notice. A purse race will take place at Lexington on the second Thursday in October next, free for any horse, mare, or gelding. Wait for age, agreeable to the rules of new market. Three-mile heats, best two and three, each subscriber to pay one guinea. In 1797, a group of men gathered at the newly opened Postlethwaite's Tavern, located on the aforementioned Main Street, and agreed to launch the state's first jockey club. By 1809, the club was supplanted by a more official venture known as the Lexington Jockey Club, which led the effort to formally organize racing at Lexington. The War of 1812 severely limited their endeavors, however, and the club was defunct by 1823. One of the most recognizable names associated with this early iteration of today's jockey club was Henry Clay. 
Clay had a personal interest in breeding and animal husbandry and owned imported thoroughbred stallions and mares. With three operating tracks at Ashland, his home estate, Clay hosted occasional days of racing and other private tracks began to pop up around the environs of Lexington, indicating the active interest in breeding and racing following the war. The other notable member of the Lexington Jockey Club was Dr. Elisha Warfield. A successful practicing physician, Warfield taught medicine and surgery at the newly established medical ward at Transylvania University in the center of Lexington. While he enjoyed a longtime personal interest in racing and breeding, in 1821, Warfield decided to pursue the breeding, racing, and training of thoroughbred stock full-time. With his background in science and medicine, Warfield was one of the first Kentuckians with the means to devote his energies to the development of equine bloodlines. With his own copy of the English General Stud Book for study and reference, Warfield was considered an expert on questions related to thoroughbred pedigrees and likely the first person in Kentucky to advertise the breeding services of a stallion whose lineage traced back to England. Between Clay, Warfield, and other early breeders, all this equine-centric activity culminated in the creation of the Kentucky Association for the Improvement of Breeds and Stock on July 29, 1826, at a serendipitous moment for the state. A generalized early 19th century interest in biological science, animal husbandry, and the expansion of farm and livestock operations in the post-war United States facilitated the rise of agricultural fairs, and with that, expertise and competition thrived. The realization that there was something in the water, that something being mineral-rich soil, water, and bluegrass, was the catalyst for horse breeding to become the Commonwealth's signature agricultural industry. In the decades that followed, the Kentucky horse was prized, bettered, trained, and celebrated. <laughs>